I want to um, uh, begin tonight, and we won't be able to finish, I don't know how, how far along uh, we will uh, get, it, it will take us, uh, but um, I have a, I feel like it'll be an interesting study and in that uh, uh, really uh, everybody uh, in the church needs to understand some, some of these things. Uh, I want, we're going to be talking about the process of God's plan, purpose, and design of His church. Now, that's a long, huge title, and uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big subject. It covers a lot, a lot of territory. The process of God's plan, purpose, and design of His church. Um, you know, this, this, this is God's church. It's not my church. It's not man's church. It's God's church. And so if it's God's church... Everybody in God's church should be concerned about His purpose, His plan, and His design. Uh, my purpose don't mount to hill of beans. Amen. It don't mount to much. It's not. It's not going. It's not going to help anybody. Hallelujah. But there is a process that God is in the midst right now of taking uh, His church and. We're not, we're not talking about just this one uh, local assembly right here, but when I say uh, the church, I'm talking about uh, those who have been called out of darkness into His marvelous light, uh, God's people who have repented, been baptized in His name, filled uh, with His Spirit. Hallelujah. And they are all over the world. Hallelujah. Amen. It amazes me sometimes when I see missionaries and we have missionaries come through, and you like, like that brother uh, that was here the other Sunday night from Brazil, and uh, and let's be in prayer, uh, be in prayer for him uh, and his people there. I heard on the news. I, I guess everybody has been hearing about the Zika virus, uh, uh, and another pet. It's another. Uh, end time pestilence. If you'll notice, the last few years, there's been new things rising up that we've never had to contend with before, uh, and uh, th these things are spoken of in the Word of God. They're spoken of in the Book of Revelation, uh, and the uh, uh, pestilence that will rise up that they don't have cures for. And uh, I heard on the news that this uh, Zika virus, one of the main areas. Uh, uh, that's being hit and affected by that is the country of Brazil. And uh, so we've got brothers and sisters in the body of Christ there, and we need to uh, pray for them that God's hand will be upon that. Uh, God does have a plan. He's got a purpose and a design for His church. And there's a process that He takes us to he takes us through that process individually, one by one, and he also takes us through the process uh, collectively as a whole. And um, for our lesson tonight, we're going to be going to um, uh, Ephesians, the second chapter, and we're going to read verses 19 through 22 uh, uh, for uh, our, our main text tonight. And this is what it says. He says, Now therefore... 
you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, having been built. Now, if you'll notice that phrase, having been built, uh, I've got it highlighted there on the screen in yellow. Uh, this is going to be some points that we're going through. On the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Amen. In whom the whole building being fitly, uh, being fitted together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you are also being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. Now, if you'll notice, there are three, uh, there are three aspects that we're going to be talking. I'm going back uh, to the 20th verse. First, we haven't been built. Having been is past tense. Amen? That's past tense. But then, if, if we go here, he said we are being fitted together and then being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. God um, is working a process to build His body, to build His kingdom, Amen. And he takes us through this process, and that's what we're going to begin talking about tonight. And uh, the first thing that we're going to be talking about is this past thing, the past tense, having been built. And if you'll keep that on your mind, uh, we're going to talk about where we are standing. The foundation was laid. Amen. And if you'll notice, there's, there's a foundation on the screen of a building. And this, uh, this uh, carpenter here is beginning to uh, build on the foundation uh, that uh, was laid. Uh, the Apostle Paul, in writing his letter to the Ephesian Christians, spoke, of a, spoke a great deal about the church and the predetermined purpose of which we are designed for. In the present text, Paul speaks concerning what God has done in the life of the believer in the comparison to what God is presently now doing. It's important for us to know the total process that God leads His church through so we can be more capable to submit our lives to His perfect will. Let me stop right there. I'm going to give you something tonight that's not in my notes, uh, but I feel like it's important uh, to bring it out. Um, we need to have we have need to have a desire not to just be in God's will, but to be in His perfect will. Hallelujah, Amen. Be in His perfect will. Uh, stop and think about it. If God is all-powerful, if He has all power, there is nothing that happens on this world that's not His will. Nothing. Both good 
and bad. Amen. Now, what we need to do is strive and have a desire to be in His perfect will. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. There's a scripture that says, God is not willing that any should perish. How many remember that scripture? God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repent. It's not God's perfect will that nobody die lost. But guess what? He'll permit it to happen. It's not His will. It's His permissive will. And there are far too many people today trying to live out their lives to please God, but they're in His permissive will and not striving to get in His perfect will. His perfect will, His plan, His design is where I want to be because that's the only place you can be and totally please God. It's the only way, a place that you can be. Hallelujah. So we're going we're gonna to talk a little bit about where we are right now, where we're standing right now. What we're standing now is in the place, amen, that God has already done in the past, the foundation, amen, being laid. In the first, so in the first part of this series, I'm going to speak concerning where we're standing. And, in, uh, and then later on, we're going to talk about where we're heading. That's how we're going to divide this up, where we're standing right now. And then we're going to be talking about where we're heading. We won't get that part tonight. Now, I realize this message may seem repetitive for those of you who have been on your journey now for a long time. Uh, but I'm going to ask you for patience so that I may speak, and I'm trying to speak to for everybody to get an understanding. We all need to deepen our understanding and sharpen our focus from time to time because occasionally we drift away from the course which God has charted for us. We need to be redirected back on the course in which God has directed. Amen. And I'm asking God to help us, amen, to that end. So where we are standing right now, the foundation has already been laid. Uh, we shouldn't be going around trying to lay another foundation. There's only one foundation. And that foundation is already laid. And the Bible says, let every man take heed what you build thereon. Come on. Hallelujah. Amen. So, here's, here's, now therefore you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Church, every house has both a foundation and a cornerstone. Amen. Uh, from which the directional line is drawn from. That, you got, you, that's, where, that's where your line is drawn, your directional line. Without a strong, sure foundation, the house to be built will not have any strength and stability. Jesus, in one of his sermons, spoke of the contrast between what he calls a wise and a foolish man. Hallelujah. And I think that everybody knows where that scripture 
amen is that? Uh, he said there in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. Amen. That foundation. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat on that house. And it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. How many knows there's a benefit for staying on the foundation? Amen. Whatever we do in this life, church, wherever you, everything needs to be on that foundation that was laid. Not trying to build a, a new foundation, but on the foundation that was laid. Hallelujah. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them, he will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it fell and great was its fall. Amen. So where we're standing right now, where we're at right now, we're building something. We're building upon a foundation. And we gave you the scripture a few minutes ago we read. We're building the foundation on the apostles and the prophets. Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone. Uh, I don't have no time for any other foundation than that. Amen. I, I, can't wait, I can't afford to waste my time with another foundation than the apostles and the prophets. We don't, we, don't, we don't need a foundation of man. We don't need the sayings of man. We need to stand firm on the foundation that is laid. Nothing has changed, church. What it takes to get to heaven today is the same thing it took back on the very first day of the church in Acts chapter 2. Nothing has been revised. Nothing has been altered. It's still the same. That's the foundation. Hallelujah. The death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, repentance and baptism in his name, the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Now, like Brother Wayne was talking about a while ago, amen, it, 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 it's, it's not just the Holy Ghost, but it's the Holy Ghost and fire. That sanctification process that many people don't want to be part of today. Hallelujah. You know, it's, it's amazing how people's mind changes and how people some people get get weak weaker along instead of getting stronger along we had a little testimony meeting a while ago because not many of us here but uh i remember years ago when i first got in pentecost and if, if there was a if there was a testimony service uh and let's say you had about you had about 20 folks or so had stood up in that testimony and gave, and gave the testimony. I guarantee you out of that 20, you're going, you're going to have at least half of them. You're going to have, you're going to have, uh, you're just going to have at least nine or 10 of them in their testimony say, I thank God that I'm saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. I, I used to hear that all the time. Now we hear, we hear them talk about saved and the Holy Ghost, but we're forgetting about sanctification. Ouch. Amen. 
But how many understand that that's, that's part of the process? That's where, the, that's where that fire comes in at. And that's part of the foundation. And that's the foundation. And so Jesus says, uh, you got a wise man and you got a foolish man. And the foolish man, he hears the words, he sees the foundation, but he don't do it. He don't get on that foundation. And then the, the rains come and the floods. And what happens to his house? What happens to what he builds? Church, everything that we do in this life and we build it while going through this life, it will all come to naught if it ain't all laid on that foundation. It's got to be built on that foundation. Hallelujah. Here is the key, and this is going to be the last scripture I'm going to give you for tonight. Found in James chapter 1, verse 22. Be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Hallelujah. That is the foolish man. Hallelujah. The ones who hear the word, but are not doers. Uh, there's been enough word declared in the United States of America to save everybody in America. There's been enough word preached, been enough truth preached. I mean, everywhere. But what's the problem? Everybody who hears is not a doer. Everybody here. And so what I'm praying and what I'm asking God, help me, Lord, to be a doer. Help me, God, amen, to be a doer. Uh, you know, we need to understand that he is equating, Jesus is equating his words as being a foundation rock upon which we should build our lives. Amen. When, when, when a couple comes together and thinking about getting married, uh, it seems like uh, God is the last thing they think about. Uh, and uh, that's a sure recipe for disaster. Hallelujah. And we need to build our whole lives on that foundation. The wise man that heard his words and built upon them did not have any problem when the storms of life began to blow. But the foolish man was someone who heard the words of Christ but chose not to build his life on those words. And when the storms of life began to blow, his whole world fell apart. Notice, the rains came to both of them, the wise and the foolish. It reminds me of another verse. Jesus said he would send the rain on the just and the unjust. Hallelujah. Uh, the Bible does not tell us when, once we become Christians that we will not have any problems. Matter of fact, one scripture in the Word says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the last part of it is my special part of it but the Lord delivers them out of them all. This comes about when we build our lives and the things we built on that foundation. Hallelujah. That he has said. Hallelujah. Paul told the Romans, amen, that it was not the hearers of the law, amen, who were justified, but the doers of the law. Amen. And then here in James, 
be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, because we deceive our own self. Hallelujah. There are still are some people in some remote parts of the world who is yet not to hear the words of Christ. The reason why I know this is true is that Jesus ain't returned yet. The Bible teaches that when the gospel of the kingdom is preached to the entire world, then the end will come. America, on the other hand, has been painted over many times. Now follow me, and I'm, I'm, I'm winding this up for tonight. America has been painted over many times with the gospel. She has become like an old house. <laughs> over and over, America has been like somebody taking an old house and painted one coat on top of the other, painted over time and time again with 15 coats of paint, which really needs to have a good sandblasting job in order to get through to the heart of the matter. Amen. I never will, I never will, I don't know how in the world that old house stood, but when we began to tear down the, the, the old parsonage part of the church over there on Meridian Street where Brother and Sister Hale lived, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. But they were, if I'm not mistaken, it was either seven or eight roofs on top of that house. I don't know how it stood. <laughs> Lord, I mean, they just, they, they just kept, you know, uh, uh, poor, poor Brother Pat Rogan, uh, Brother Hale would always get him to do stuff, you know. And every time, it, instead of, tear, instead of tear, tearing off uh, uh, the last couple layers, they just put, keep... <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, I guess they think if, if a little is okay, a whole lot's a lot better. But man, if the codes department ever wants to found found that out, my my my, hallelujah! And so that's kind of like how America is. We've been painted over and over again, but sometimes you got to do some sanding. You got to get past all that stuff, and that's what America needs right now. Amen. We need to get all of that stuff. Amen. Taken. So. That's where we're standing right now in this process of God's plan that the foundation was laid and that foundation was laid by the apostles and the prophets and we're building something. We're working our lives in the life of the church and in your life individually, your, your own personal life, you're, you're building. Please, make, let us make sure that everything that we build in this life is built on that foundation because other things are going to be brought to naught when judgment comes. It's all going to be brought to naught. Hallelujah. Anybody got any comments or questions about what we talked about on this subject tonight?